Hello, everybody, and welcome to Blackhawks on Tap. I am Johnny Nani, joined tonight by Tony Marchese. Tony, we are talking about a Blackhawks 5-3 to victory out in Colorado. How are you feeling, man? Dude, we have been waiting to see the Hawks put on a comeback victory like this for, God, it feels like forever. Um, great night to celebrate a Hawks victory. What do you think? Yeah, uh, absolutely. Right before we jumped on this call, um, I was telling you, you said it probably one of their best wins. I would put put this up there as their best win of the season just because of the resiliency that they showed and uh, Colorado just being you know such a machine that they are. And they've obviously manhandled us in every game before this that we've played them this season uh, three times now. And then uh, and the fourth one, at least the Hawks were able to salvage uh, at least one in the season series. I never like to get swept by a divisional opponent in the season series. And um, I was just really proud of, you know, the, the way that they didn't give up. Uh, I know that's kind of cliche and it's like, oh, if they would have fallen short, even then uh, we hate silver linings, but we still would have had to commend the effort. Um, but luckily, you know, you got the result, too. So, you know, that was ecstatic. Yeah, this was just an all-around good game, I think, for the Hawks, Johnny. And, and I like the way that you said proud. Um, that That's something that we haven't said about this team. Um, I, I don't think we've ever used the word proud to describe how we're feeling uh, yet this year. Um, so, I mean, let's let's take that for what it's worth there. That's that's a huge statement. Um, you know, and this is a this is a beat-up team still, too. You know, you're down Brandon Saad. Um, who's a type of player that you would like to see in a physical, you know, playoff-style matchup. This game had a playoff feel to it. We had fights. We had uh, a lot of hitting. We had we had everything under the sun that you'd see in a playoff-style hockey game tonight. And, uh, you know, being down a guy like Saad, I think, really hurts you. And yet the Hawks were resilient. You know, they, they basically played an entire forward down when you've got Dylan Sakura on the ice for 6 minutes and 57 seconds. And, uh, you know, nothing against Matthew Highmore, uh, but, you know, he isn't exactly um, an NHL caliber player, in, in my opinion, at this point in time, nine minutes and 18 seconds. So you were you were re- relying on, you know, your, your Patrick Canes, your Jonathan Taves, and, uh, you know, even a little bit more out of Kirby Dock tonight, 14 minutes, 50 seconds, oh, almost, almost cracking I- 15 minutes, but... We'll get into the plays here, but I, I think this is definitely Kirby Doc's best game of his career so far. Yeah, absolutely, Johnny. I, I loved what I saw from him. Um, you know, obviously the the Colorado Avalanche got on the board first. Ryan Graves puts one in in the first period. But I really want to kind of just get right into this second because this, I think, yeah. was a, a huge turning point for the Hawks. I feel like when you said proud – this was the period where you were proud of the Blackhawks uh, as a Blackhawks fan. They played with so much heart in the second period. You know, Jonathan Taves getting on the board real early, right out the gate, 21 seconds into the second, and uh, tying the game up. And then the Hawks started to just, you know, they started to hit. They started to play faster. They started to play better. And unfortunately, they gave up two goals in this period. And, and, when we came out of that second, I felt like this team could win. We're going to get into some more of the mm-hmm. nitty-gritty of what went on here. But the important thing that I want to get off my chest right away is when we came out of that period, I was thinking to myself, this is not a team that's going to lay down tonight. This is a team yes. that's going to battle. And that's what I like to see. So, Johnny, why don't you take everybody through some of the other uh, big plays here in the second period? 
Yeah, I really like what you said. Uh, precisely, you said they were going to battle. They weren't going to give up, and they did. You know, just that uh, through the second period, like you'd mentioned, that Taves goal, uh, excellent pass from Kane to set him up there, and then right out in front. You you know, what does Eddie always talk about? Elevating the puck. He did that when he's right on the doorstep, so he could get it over the pad of Grubauer. So uh, that was nice to see, and especially in the first minute of a period, we've had hell. Uh, you know, Brandon Sod had two of them last Saturday night. Uh, one in the first, or one in the second, one in the third, um, and then we scored early in the uh, game. I believe against the uh, Jets as, as well. Yeah, it was Nylander, uh pretty much a minute in. So uh, I really like early period goals. Uh, helps you get you know right back into that because uh, they were down 1-0 entering that se- second period. So uh, Taves equalizing uh, the score there. But then this is where we talked about you know you had a little bit of everything and it was a really entertaining hockey game. Sure, there were chances up and down at both ends. Uh, the Blackhawks actually had the majority of them uh, by far in that second period. They had uh, 13 scoring chances to Colorado's seven in the middle frame. But um, you had big hits, like you had talked about. Zach Smith throwing the body. Duncan Keith with an old-school hip check that was beautiful. Um, and uh, Dennis Gilbert, it was in the first period that he had laid out uh, Landeskog, and then Landeskog wanted a piece of him, so he went after Gilbert. Uh, Gilbert absorbs a hit. They drop the gloves, and uh, what a scrap that was, Tone. Yeah, I mean, is Dennis Gilbert not, like, your favorite blue liner outside of, like, Keith and Seabrook just, like, right now? You know what I mean? Like I, I just love, mm-hmm. I love oh, the, the game. Like he's, he's, he's cool and tough, man. He's cool and tough. Yeah. That's what he, that's what he, he is. He, he will drop the gloves with anybody. He absolutely is, Tone. Um, he's really, you know, he's making himself noticeable. When you had him up for that very first game against Philly, uh, filling in for Connor Murphy, then he looked timid. You know, he looked shy. He had a turnover that led to a goal, uh, very first goal that the Blackhawks uh, had scored against him all season. And, uh, and even in his return, when he came back, you know, he'd be scratched for a couple games and then come in and not really be a factor. But, man, he's making his physical presence known. Uh, the guy blocks shots. Uh, he's fearless and uh, obviously willing to stick up for his teammates and himself. Uh, so I think that's great to see from Dennis Gilbert um it definitely growing on me uh, at first I was you know skeptical I think everybody was but uh they got to prove something he's been proving something that's for sure um Matt Calvert scored both of the goals uh in this period for the Colorado Avalanche um the second one was kind of you know uh unlucky I think that's now, because of that stop, and playing badly against the puck on the rebound behind the goal line, and then just banks it off of Leonard's pads and in. I mean, nothing you could do about that. Defenseman couldn't be there to you know try and fish it out because it happened so quickly, and it was you know real close in. So um, that was unfortunate. But uh, some of those stats I had mentioned, like I said, thirteen to seven in uh, scoring chances, uh, five to three in high danger chances. There absolutely dominated uh, possession from a Corsi standpoint. Uh, they controlled sixty six point six seven percent of that uh, with the avalanche 33.3 percent uh there so you know getting shot attempts uh pucks towards the net and um did unfortunately didn't get rewarded outside of taves early on but uh that was the mentality and the momentum i guess even if you're down it was still the pace of play and the uh domination of play um it, from a you know like i said possession standpoint from a uh, expected goals uh standpoint all of that kind of stuff so um it, it was great to see tone any any further thoughts on the second from you no just uh exactly what i said uh, a few minutes ago here you come out of this period even though you're down and you know the i think you're only down because of what was an incredible save from robin leonard and it uh 
just didn't work out off that little rebound there that went to the back. And what can you do about a goal that scored from behind the goal line? Like there's, there's really not much that you can do there. So you come out of this period. And like I said, man, I, I was, I was so happy with their effort in that period. And, and you, you kind of said, you know, you don't like silver linings or anything, but I had a feeling, I had a really, really good feeling heading into the third, that good things were going to happen because when you're playing like that and you control the puck the way that they did and you're, you're physical, you're making good high percentage scoring chances. Good things are going to happen most of the time. And that's exactly what happened. Uh, let's get into the third. Johnny, yeah. what is better than scoring four goals in one period? Yeah, I, I was just about to say that, Tony. I have the NHL box score pulled up here, and it's great when you see all red for a yes. period. Uh, that, that's beautiful, whereas, you know, there's a red and two uh, maroons here in the second. No, all four red in the uh, third period. And, um, you know, coming into this, there's a stat from Charlie Romiliotis. I believe the Avalanche are 17-0-1. Uh, when entering the third period with the lead, and the Blackhawks were 0-13 when entering the third period down. And uh, they flipped that script tonight. Um, it took a little bit. Um, you know, they got the Colorado, uh, came out, and, um, you know, they were on their heels again. Uh, the Blackhawks carried that momentum uh, over from the second period from a possession and uh, scoring chance uh, sort of uh, standpoint there. And uh, it took a while, like I said, about halfway through. Um, Kane scores the goal uh, that gets him going in the third here at the 11:22 mark, and uh, that was just a great job by him to you know walk the slot, uh, be patient. He's great. Yeah, I'd say he's one of the most patient hockey players in the whole game. Tone, mm-hmm. um, and then he you know he finds it and gets his little like wrist. Uh, you know, it's a wrist shot, but it's kind of like got a little extra on it because it's Patrick Kane uh, on that release, a little zing on it, so he's able to get it blocker side, um, get the Hawks on the board in the third there um, that made it uh, three to two. And then uh, Eric Gustafson uh, credit where it's due, man. I know he, you know, can be irresponsible at times and will clueless over, uh, you know, in the defensive zone and sometimes trips over his own skates, but uh, <laughs> he, he rushed, he jumped, he, he joined the play, jumped in yep. uh, and Kirby doc was on the other end of it. And, you know, he put a pass that looked like it was going to be way out in front of Kirby Doc, but people forget that Kirby Doc is so tall, so his wingspan's massive, so he was able to reach it and uh, score from kind of a you know really tough angle there. Um, but it was a uh, you know kept uh, Kirby Doc was doing all the right things tonight, um, and it was good to see him get rewarded on the score sheet for it. Um, and then uh, Dominic Kubalik uh, scores the go-ahead goal. Uh, Jonathan Taze was determined on that. He got the primary assist on it, but he won the puck. Uh, out in front of the net with two uh, avalanche players kind of trailing him, uh, won the puck, was patient, uh, came around the other side of the net and put it out front. Looked like he was kind of trying to target Patrick Kane, but Kubelik was right in the slot, right where he should be. And uh, that release was so quick tone on the Kubelik goal, I couldn't even like see it. I had to wait for like the uh, the slow down, like the slow-mo replay, because he just got rid of it so quickly, and that's exactly what you need. No, I, I thought that puck went to Kaner. Like, you know, it just, he comes around the net. There's so much traffic there. Um, You know, he puts a pass right out into the slot, and that's exactly what you have to do. And, you know, I I go back to what Eddie O says all the time. You get out there in that slot area right in front of the net, and that's where the goals come from. Um, Good to have not one but two guys in in that area because, hell, if I'm I'm an avalanche defender there, I'm I'm going towards Patrick Kane in the slot. You know, that's that's dangerous. And then to have uh, Kubelik trailing right there and then just be in that area. Uh, also another guy who, 
who knows how to score. Um, mm-hmm. You know, that's that's good stuff right there. And that was a that was a hard nosed play uh, just from Jonathan Taves right off the bat there to to win that puck regardless. So just all good things on that play. Mm-hmm. You're just like where it has this been all year because this this that line looks so dangerous together in, in those situations. And you know, I'm I'm never really a huge fan of you know loading up like that but in that situation you know it, it worked and, yeah. and guess what they they put together a real nice little shift there all three of them yeah uh you know you gotta pick and choose your spots i think it can be effective mm-hmm. uh probably not something you want to lean on completely you know from the get-go of a game but definitely pick your spots i like that tone um then connor murphy's empty netter dude that was like from the opposite goal line uh, 190 footer um, you know, that, that's, that's a long snipe. That was hilarious. Uh, I love to see that, you know, just capping it off. So they're not like, you know, controlling possession all the way down to the last second and getting all these dangerous looks. So, uh, always good to get the empty netter to cap it off. Um, what I really liked about this third period though, tone, um, you know, the Blackhawks were in control, uh, from the second period. And then even the beginning of that third period, then the AF started to make a pushback and the Hawks were able to weather the storm. And then, you know, uh, possession had been trending in the avalanche favor. It finally, the Hawks start, uh, you know, ramping up their pressure again. And, um, the, the cane goal kicked it off and then it was straight, uh, the opposite way. So it's, uh, you know, not, you know, sitting back after you get the lead, um, and just keeping, continuing to pile on obviously before, uh, with Kane and Doc's goals, uh, you still need to get there. So you're, you know, getting within one, then tying it up. But after Kublik scored, even then, uh, they didn't let up. Of course, Colorado pulled the, um, goaltender. So that it's going to be easier for them to have that, uh, possession there. But, um, they weathered it. Robin Leonard made a great save. Um, it was just, you know, diving over to his left, huge glove stop. Uh, and then that kind of, after Murphy's empty net, that capped it, man. Um, I was, like I said, proud of the effort tonight. Uh, they looked determined. Uh, they looked, they played pissed off. I'm going to take a Duncan Keith quote there. Um, I think he, you know, he didn't crack the score sheet, but with Duncan Keith, I think he needs a lot of credit for tonight. Uh, played 26, 24, um, you know, a lot of shorthanded time out there was mm-hmm. killing penalties. Um, you know, he had one hit that obviously we all knew that one. That was a highlight reel hit with the hip check, uh, two shots on goal, two blocks. But I mean, overall, his positioning is just solid. Uh, he's, you know, great with the poke check. So, um, the, it was, I would say that the, you know, his presence, uh, you could tell, uh, makes a huge difference when he's on the ice compared to when he's out injured. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not, <laughs> I'm I'm not disagreeing with anything you're gonna that you just said there. I mean, this was a, a team win. This was an absolute team win tonight for the Blackhawks. It was the best game so far to watch this year. Highly entertaining. Um, I like that you went back and, and went through all of the uh, the pushback that the Avs gave, and that's something that we talked about with Tam Bedford the other night on Four Feathers. We hadn't seen this team actually come back in a third period when they have the lead. Or, or have to come back in the third and actually maintain that. You know, when there, when there's a, a high pressure from, from the opponent, the Hawks normally will fold up in those situations and give up that, that tying goal or, or the two goals. You know, we've seen that story happen way too many times. So tonight, for them to actually put on the gas when they needed to, this was, this was great. It was absolutely great, and I enjoyed every single minute of it. I, I, I hope this is a statement game for the Hawks. 
Yep, I think it can be. Uh, and they have a favorable uh, schedule coming up here with uh, the Devils being the next team that they play. Uh, they just you know, can't take their foot off the gas. Uh, you take this and build on it. Don't say, oh, we're playing on a lesser team so we can uh, you know, Olay this one. Uh, that, that I just want to see them continue it going into Monday night. Uh, one last thing on this game before we get into that Monday night game. Uh, Kirby Doc in the post game uh, when he was talking to the media and he said, you know, um, exactly what you kind of just hinted at in that, Tony. Um, these guys that know how to close out games and Taves and Kane obviously they led by example tonight and Doc um, you know further expanded on that when he was saying he's like yeah he's like you know we're leaning on those guys uh, we look up to them you know as you know all the young kids on this roster uh, and they led the way obviously with the play Kane with the goal uh, Taves with an yeah, secondary assist on that one and then obviously uh, the huge retrieval and setup on Kubelik's goal. So uh, veterans leading the way and uh, rookies uh, kind of uh, getting their, you know, uh, getting theirs as well and learning how to win. I think that that was something like you had said, we t- touched on with uh, Tab Bamford and uh, this looked like a really good uh, first step in the right direction there in that department. So uh, any final thoughts from this game before we move on to the Devils game Monday night? Uh, no, I, I don't have anything else to say on this one. Um, statement game. That's it. Right there. Statement game. Let's go Hawks. State. Yep. <laughs> statement game, baby. Uh, Monday night, uh, back at the UC, the Blackhawks will host the Devils at 730. Um, Tony, the Devils are, you know, they've had a rough go at their eighth in the Metro. Um, they are, you know, 11, nine and five on the season. Uh, they traded away Taylor Hall, who was their leading scorer with 25 points before that. Um, next highest guy is Kyle Palmieri with uh, 14 goals, eight assists for 22 points. Uh, they should be, I, I think they should be better than they are when they got, you know, kind of guys that are taking gambles on like Pavel Zaka. Uh, they had, you know, they traded for PK Subban over the summer. That isn't usually a move that you make when you're going to be like a tanking rebuild uh, style of team. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Yeah. Uh, then, you know, they got, uh, we played the Devils out in New Jersey uh, earlier this month, I believe. And um, that was a shootout win. So hopefully it's not as close uh, this time. Hopefully we don't have to go to a shootout. Just take care of them in uh, in regulation. I'd like to see that and uh, just continue it. And I'd like to see a, a, a bloodbath, Tony. We haven't had like a blowout in a while that we're on the right end of. So uh, I want to see a bunch of goals. I want to see, you know, health. Let's get Kaner another hat trick. Yeah, let's do it. I mean, this is this is the type of momentum that you can carry into this game and uh, have that happen. Um, like you said, I mean, the Devils, they're, <laughs> they're the Devils. They're a team that, in my opinion, they still have a ton of weapons that can that can hurt you, but uh, just haven't seemed to found a way to put it together yet. Um, hit them all, they're down, man. I mean, that's, I think, the way you got to do it here and come out and, and just continue that third period that you had. And even, even that second period that you had uh, tonight against the Avalanche, just get out there and play that style of hockey. It was fast. It was exciting. They played with an edge. They have it. It's it's in them. Just keep doing it. That's all. That, I mean, it sounds just very simple. Do just it. Keep do, yeah, just do it. Um, to quote Nike. Uh, but, you know, it's there. I, th- I think that that's the thing that, uh, you know, we we don't get to see a lot of is, is that it is there. And that the Hawks have the ability to play like that. And if they played like they played against the Avalanche tonight – against the New Jersey Devils, you should see that blowout that you're asking for, Johnny. 
Yeah, absolutely. So it's, I mean, it's the last game uh, before the Christmas break. Uh, NHL is off on, uh, you know, Christmas Eve uh, and Christmas Day. And then the Hawks are also off on the 26th. And uh, then they will be at home for the 27th against the Islanders. And the Islanders are a damn good team. So uh, you want to pick up points, you got to do it against the Devils. And then uh, hopefully, you know, some rest, relax. Maybe we can get some of these guys that have been injured back. I haven't heard anything on uh, the Drake Kajula, Andrew Shaw front. We know Brandon Saad is going to miss a couple of weeks, but, um, you know, uh, hopefully there's some roster moves made in there. If Dylan Zakura is only going to play six, you know, 20 and being a healthy scratch before that, he only drew in because Brandon Saad was injured uh, and Zakura was already on the road with them. Uh, I think it's time for him to go back down to Rockford and, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what else happens there. But I hope uh, after that Devils game, they can kind of regroup and uh, get themselves together there and ready for a push because then they're going on the road to Columbus and uh, Calgary to round out the year. So, um, yeah, just take care of the teams that you should take care of. Don't play down to your opponent. And uh, that's all I've got for analysis-wise. Who are you going with your stick to click? Uh, let's go Patrick Kane. <laughs> um, you know, and I'm just taking him because this guy's so just so dangerous, and, and we all know it. And This is the easy pick here, but um, he shined tonight. He's been shining real bright lately. Um, and I expect that to continue. So I'm going to go and take the uh, the sure bet here, and I'm going to go with Patrick Kane. Yeah, I mean, it's always a safe bet with Patrick Kane. I uh, can't go wrong there, Tony. I am going to go with Alex Jabrinkit. If there's a game for him to kind of get back on track, get that scoring groove rolling again, um, I think this game against the Devils can uh, be that, you know, having defensive breakdowns where you're left more open for a shot, which he kind of needs, you know, time and space to shoot there, um, you know, set him up, put it on a platter for him. And let's see some, uh, you know, sneaky sniper to bring it. You know, I've said that before, but uh, I'd like to see a little more consistently because uh, the goals just haven't been there uh, in abundance like they were last year for him. So I'm going with cat getting back on track and uh, hopefully carrying that into the new year. I like it, Johnny. I, I, I really like it. I think that uh, Alex DeBrinkett needs to continue to, to try and pick it up, the scoring pace here. Um, I think another guy, too, who, uh, you know, had had found the back of the net tonight, and Dominic Kubalik, I think uh, I think he's going to continue on a nice little pace here, uh, build the confidence after that one tonight, finding the back of the net. So I'd like to see him continue. He's already got 10 goals on, this, on the season. Um you know, I think there's a chance for him to go get 20 this year. So I want to see that happen too. So um, if I'm, if I'm pulling the backup pick a little, uh, you know, your value pick of the night for, uh, <laughs> for the New Jersey game, uh, Dominic Kubalik looks really good to me. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I really like what uh, Kubalik has brought to the table for us. Um, you know, he's a big body uh, and he seems to always be in the right place. He's always creating a scoring chance. So um, I like that. I like to see him uh, get on a streak here, too, because that could be, uh, you know, one that you probably weren't expecting that much coming into the year. Um, and you didn't know much about him. And it's nice to see him excel in his first NHL opportunity here. So, uh, Tony, that'll do it for this episode of Blackhawks on Tap. Let's close it out how we always do. Let's go Hawks. Let's go Hawks. <laughs>